Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Welcome back to our Wild West Adventure, reader. This is part two of our adventure. We released part one earlier, so be sure to listen so you're all caught up. Reading Bug Adventures is written, created, and produced by The Reading Bug, our independently owned children's bookstore in Northern California. You can learn more about us, our store, and our staff at thereadingbug.com. And to explore our subscription box service and have great new books picked just for you and delivered monthly to your door, visit www.readingbugbox.com. Do you remember what happened last time we met, Reader? That's right! The Reading Bug's magic book bag took us back in time more than 150 years to the Wild West of America. When we got there, we met Cookie, a friendly cowboy cook who helped save us from a scary dust storm by covering us up under his great big blanket. Once we made it out of the storm, Cookie offered to take us into town, so we're now riding on his chuck wagon toward the closest town. Are you ready to jump back into our adventure, cowboy? Great! On the count of three, let's all zip back in time to the Wild West and continue our adventure. Ready? One, two, three, let's fly! It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. We made it, Reader. We're back in the Wild West. Back before your great-grandparents were even born. And we're traveling with Cookie in his chuck wagon. I'm really happy to see you again. And I'm really excited to see where this adventure takes us next. Oh, hello, Reading Bug. You made it back, too. Great! We're on this bumpy road to town with our friend Cookie, and I hope we'll be there soon. This trip is taking a really long time. Remember, Lauren, there was a lot of open land in the Old West because very few people lived there. American settlers had only begun moving westward in search of gold, silver, and other opportunities to strike it rich. Moving from the eastern half of the United States to out here in the West, is a long, difficult journey that only a few people are willing to make. So unfortunately, the towns are very far apart, and this trip may take a while. Hope nobody's nodding off back there, because we've made it into town. Great, Cookie. Thanks. Hey, look, Reader. This isn't like any town I've ever seen. It's a group of low, wooden buildings. 
There can't be more than 15 or 20 of them. That one says sheriff. The one over there says bank. And the one on the other side of the dirt street says post office. There's a saloon and a blacksmith, too. Instead of cars, there are horses everywhere. Some are carrying riders, and a few are pulling wagons like ours, or a carriage behind them. And there are more, still, tied up outside on the street. Whoa, whoa, Dusty, whoa. Here we are. The general store is where I'm headed. Why don't you have a look around while I'm gone? And don't you get into any trouble when you're out and about. Everybody out of the wagon. Thanks, Cookie. Reader, look at this place. Where do you think we should go first? How about we cross the street and... Whoa, whoa. Oof. Hey, ouch. Where in the jinx did y'all come from? Knock me clean off my horse. What's the idea of popping out of nowhere like that? Look at this dog-assed mess. You've made me spill all my letters. Quick, help me clean this up before the wind scatters all the letters to the four corners. I'm sure to lose my job if that happens. I'm carrying very important cargo today. So come on now, step two and help me out. Oh, I'm so sorry to have startled you. Of course we'll help you grab your mail. Reader, quickly, let's scoop up all the letters on the ground and return them to this young boy. That's it. Show me how you scoop up the letters off the ground. Keep going until we get every last one of them. Don't let any of them get away. Here you go. We're terribly sorry. Here are your letters back. I'm Lauren, and these are my friends. Thank you, Lauren. I'm Billy, a proud member of the Pony Express. The bravest, fastest, rootin' tootin'est bunch of men on the frontier. Excuse me for saying so, Billy, but you don't look like you're more than a boy. Well, I'll be, ma'am. I ain't no button. You sure are dreadful forward. I apologize. I didn't mean to offend you. You you just look so young is all. Reader, it says here that the Pony Express was the fastest way to send mail across the United States. Brave riders on horses raced the nearly 2,000-mile trail to make sure important mail was delivered. Because they need the horses to move so quickly over such long distances, it was important the riders weren't too heavy. As a result... Lots of the riders hired were children, some as young as 11 years old. Well, shucks. What am I doing standing around here with y'all? I need to burn the breeze, ma'am. Today, I'm on a very important run. I'm running letters for the new president, Abraham Lincoln. Me and the rest of the riders on the trail are carrying his inaugural address out to the good folk of California. Abraham Lincoln? He was just the 16th president of the United States. We must have traveled back in time all the way to 1861. Well, of course it's 1861. Where have y'all been? It's a long story. I don't have time for long stories. Ain't you been listening? Like I said, I've got very important mail to deliver. So excuse me, ma'am, reader, uh, bug, but I've got to run. The mail must go through. Good luck with your delivery, Billy. What an amazing moment in history. Reader. We just met one of the Pony Express riders, delivering Abraham Lincoln's inaugural address. That's the first speech every president gives to the people of the United States. And this one's especially important, because in just a few months, America's terrible civil war will begin. I learned all about Abraham Lincoln when I read I'm Abraham Lincoln by Brad Meltzer. Hey, wait a second, reading bug. Reader, what's that over there just next to Cookie's wagon wheel? 
Oh, no. It's a piece of mail. Billy must have dropped it when we spooked him in his horse. And look, reader, the mail has the presidential seal on the front of it. This must be President Lincoln's inaugural address. Billy's speeding off to the next Pony Express station without it. It could change the whole course of history if it doesn't get to California in time. What should we do? The Pony Express relay station is just across the street. Let's run over there, quick, and see if there's another horse and carrier to chase after Billy and get this letter to him. Great idea. Quick, follow me. Excuse me, sir. One of your carriers, Billy, dropped this very important piece of mail outside, and we were hoping someone here could bring it to him. Let me see that. Oh, oh my word, the inaugural address. Where'd you get this? Like I said, Billy dropped it. This is bad. This is very, very bad. We promised our fastest delivery yet for the president. But, but here it is, left behind. Quick, no time to waste. We've got to get you on horses right away. Oh, no, we're not Pony Express riders. We couldn't possibly. No time, no time. I don't have any other riders here, and you look just the right size. Nice and light, to carry this important mail quickly. Hurry, into the saddle. You hop up on Lightning. She's the black horse there in the corner. And you take out Silver, the gray one next to her. Jump on and ride west as fast as those horses' legs will carry you. Oh, boy, reader. It looks like we're going to be riding the Pony Express today. There are several horses tied up out front here. There's Lightning and Silver. And look up on the wall by the horses. There's a large sign. Wanted. Young, skinny, wiry fellows not over 18 must be expert riders willing to risk death daily. Orphans preferred. Risk death? Orphans preferred? I wonder what that means. I think, I think I remember reading that the Pony Express Trail was so treacherous with extreme weather, snakes, Bandits and other dangers at every turn that the owners preferred orphans whose families wouldn't miss them if they were, uh, gone. Yikes! But we've got to get the inaugural address to Billy, or we might change the entire course of American history. Reader, we'd better be extra careful on this adventure, but we've got no choice but to do as the station master said and saddle up. Quickly, hop onto your horse, and I'll hop onto mine. Are you ready? Great. West is that way. So let's giddy up. Wow, these horses really are fast. The wind is whipping my hair all around my face, but it sure does feel good in this hot sun. There are more than 400 horses that rode across the trail of the Pony Express. Only the fastest and fittest horses were picked to carry riders like Billy swiftly across the frontier. Speaking of Billy, reader, I don't see him anywhere, do you? If his horse is faster than ours, there's no way we're going to catch up to him. I'm not even sure we're heading in the right direction. We may never find him, and if we don't, he'll never get the president's speech to California. What are we going to do, Reader? Things are looking really bleak. Hey, Lauren, Reader, look! Someone is riding towards us, and they're riding fast. Who do you think that could be? They're coming from the town behind us, so it can't be Billy. Maybe they can help us find Billy, though. Quick, Reader, wave your hand so they can see us. Hey, Lauren, Reader, smart little 
Bug, hold up. I'm coming with you. Look, it's Cookie and he's riding Dusty. Boy, is he riding fast. Yeehaw! I thought I'd never catch up to y'all. The folks in town told me you'd just run off on the Pony Express, and I couldn't just leave you to the wolves and the weather. I'm coming with you. Thanks, Cookie. We've got to move fast. We met a Pony Express rider in town, but he dropped this important letter. It's President Lincoln's inaugural address. Only trouble is we don't know which way to go. Oh, good thing I got here when I did then. Follow me. This way. Yeah. Cookie, what are all these tall poles and wires next to us? They look like telephone poles. Tele-what? Them's telegraph wires. Folks tell me once they're up, you'll be able to send a message clear across the continent on nothing but wire through electricity. Oh, that's right. In They're Off, the story of the Pony Express by Cheryl Harness, I remember it said that as soon as they finished raising telegraph poles and hanging the telegraph lines, the Pony Express went out of business less than two years after it started. With telegraphs and telephones after that, nobody needed the Pony Express anymore. What are you babbling on about, Bug? Pony Express out of business? Just keep on riding. We're gonna need to cross that river up ahead. Hey, wait, where's the bridge? Bridge? I don't see any br- Hey, look, Reader, up ahead it looks like the start of a bridge, but nothing but river water beyond that. Oh no, the bridge is out. The storms we've been having, the same ones that caused that dust storm earlier, drove a mess of rain the last few days. And it looks like the river must have overrun its banks and ruined the bridge. If we got any chance of catching your Pony Express, boy, we're going to have to cross straight through the river. Through the river? Can we do that? We're going to find out. Hey, look, reader. In the middle of the river. It's Billy. (gasps) It looks like he's stuck. He's holding on tight to a big log in the middle of the river. And he's tied his horse there, too, to keep them from floating away. It looks like the river must be even more dangerous than we thought. How are we going to save Billy and get the inaugural address to California, reader? Help me! Help me! Listen, I've got a plan, but it's going to take all of us. I don't know, Cookie. It seems awfully dangerous. I don't want to put my friends at risk. As they say on the Pony Express, the mail must go through. And this may be the most important piece of mail ever. Are you big, brave, scrappy Pony Express riders or ain't ya? Come on, Lauren, reading bug, reader. Let's get out there, save Billy, and get this letter to California. Who's with me? History can change forever if we don't help, Lauren. Reader, this is dangerous, but Billy needs our help. Let's do it. Okay, we're in. What do we need to do, Cookie? I'm going to tie all of our horses together, like so. Easy, girl. That way, if anyone slips, no one will be swept away. Next, everybody tie yourselves to your saddles. Take this bit of rope. There you go. And tie yourself on. That way, we'll hope to keep everyone with us. All right, now slowly, carefully, let's walk these horses into the water. Giddy up! Slowly, easy girl, here we go. That's it. Everyone step carefully. Hey, 
over here! Help me! Help me! Great job! We're getting closer. Almost there. Hey, I know, y'all. Hurry on over here. I'm not sure my horse can keep standing much longer. We've got you, Billy. Just lean on over here and grab a hold of Cookie. Great job! We got you! Oh, heavens. Thank you. Thank you. Here, grab my horse's reins and hang on tight. There you go. Thank you, friends. Thank you. Just a mite farther, and we'll be at the other end of the river, and everyone will be safe. Good work, everyone. We made it. That was some tremendous bravery. Boy, howdy, did I think I was a goner for sure. That sure was a close brush. How'd y'all know where to find me? When we startled you in town, you dropped President Lincoln's inaugural address. We came out here to find you and make sure you delivered it on time. Well then, you double saved me, didn't you? If that river didn't get me, Misters Russell, Major, and Waddell, my bosses at the Pony Express, they would have done me in Shirley. Thank you, friends. Thank you. Now, if y'all excuse me, though, the mail must go through. If I scoot now, there's still a shot at meeting our promise to get this letter to California faster than anyone before it. I won't soon forget you, nor will the Pony Express. Giddy up! Let's go! Yeehaw! Goodbye, Goodbye Billy. Billy! Good luck on your ride! Good luck! Oh boy, that sure was exciting, wasn't it, Reader? Thank you for coming to the rescue, Cookie. We couldn't have done it without your help. But now, I'm afraid it's time for us to jump back into our magic book bag and head for home. Reading Bug, thank you for taking us on such a rootin' tootin' Wild West adventure. Okay, Reader, it's time for us to all head back home. Are you ready to go? Everyone, hop three times with me, then into the Reading Bug's book bag. Here we go. One hop, two hops, three hops, and we're in. We've had a big adventure within our book bag, and I think we saved the day. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, book bag. Now it's time to fly away. It's working. Look, reader. Cookie and the open frontier of the Wild West are disappearing, and my watch has started to move forward again, faster and faster and faster. Look around you, you can see the streets, buildings, and more rising up again as we move forward in time, more than 150 years into the future. Boy, did we have a terrific adventure today. We learned all about the Wild West Cowboys from Cookie, rode on the famous Pony Express, and protected the course of history when we saved Billy and helped him get President Lincoln's inaugural address to California. When we get back, I hope you'll show your illustrations to your family and friends and tell them all about our Wild West adventure together. Be sure to meet me back here next time for our next adventure. And if you ever want to visit the Wild West with the Reading Bug and me again, you can always replay this episode and draw more amazing illustrations. It sure as shooting was a wild good time. And that river rescue was exhilarating. You were amazingly brave, Reader. What was your favorite part of our trip? If you want to learn more, by reading any of the books in my book bag today, you can find a complete list of my favorite Wild West books at www.thereadingbug.com adventures. Okay, reader, it looks like we've made it back home to present day. I hate to have to say goodbye, but the Reading Bug and I really do have to be going now. And of course, we'll see you again next time. 
Say goodbye, reading bug. Goodbye, reader. See you soon. Till next time. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper, and your imaginations too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures from the Reading Bug, our family-owned children's bookstore in Northern California. We'll play more music for you to color in just a minute, but before we do, we've got a few important people to thank. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Brandon and Diane Savage. The episode was performed by some of our other family members, Chloe, John, and Brandon Savage, and Rob DeCruz. Original music was written and performed by me, Ross Gruet, and Alexa Thanos. And this episode was sound designed, mixed, and mastered by the great team at Resonate Recordings. Wasn't it fun to be introduced to some great new books on our adventure today? If you're looking for even more books matched to your age and interests, The Reading Bug offers a subscription box service shipping nationwide at readingbugbox.com. It's a wonderful way to promote a lifelong love of reading to excite an already avid reader or to inspire a finicky one. Stay tuned for more adventures from The Reading Bug by subscribing to our podcast in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are heard. And in the meantime, to learn all about us, discover new reads, and to check out more of our reading adventures, go to thereadingbug.com slash adventures or follow us on Facebook or Twitter at The Reading Bug or on Instagram at Reading Bug Box. Thanks for listening and for all your help on this adventure. We'll see you soon on our next exciting adventure. Goodbye.
friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much, much more in the 100-plus episodes of The Past and the Curious that are currently available. Find it in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me.